wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you So I'm, uh, I'm in the midst of house shopping Looking for a house again Five years later What? Yeah, moving, right? To D-Town? Maybe, yeah, of course <laughs> So, so where are you going to live? Where you live at Dauphin says a lot about you. It does? Move up by like, you know, move it to the rough neighborhood, gain some street cred. <laughs> you could be with your people. <laughs> well, so when you're buying a new house, there's definitely, you know, fears, you know, like, oh, maybe the the, the foundation isn't set or especially. Pigeons. Yeah, there could be pigeons in the walls. Yeah, especially. Or, you know. You could Dead have people. a psychotic person who thinks that he owns the house. So this is what happened. I don't, this is old news. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but it's my favorite news story of the last year. It's called The Watcher. Mm-hmm. Ba, ba, ba. So this family, the Brodus family, bought at one point three... That's Snoop Dogg's family? <laughs> it's, it's, it's spelled a little bit different, yeah. But okay. basically, so they bought a $1.35 million house in New Jersey. Now, the house... That's an oxymoron. Yeah, like it doesn't look that special. Like it's not like a mansion, but it's 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 a nice house, and um, so they spent one point three five million on it, and now they're suing the former owner for not disclosing everything. And uh, ghost. Worse, they received a couple letters from from the... DraftKings. <laughs> yeah, use use promo code the Watcher. <laughs> So the watcher sent a few letters, and they've described them in the lawsuit. Uh, the watcher says that your house has been the subject of my family for decades. I've been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, <laughs> and my father watched in the 1960s. It is now my town. My time. And to watch the house? Yeah. And it says bad move. You don't want to make six five. <laughs> you don't want to make six five seven Boulevard unhappy. I asked the previous owners to bring me young blood. Once I know the names, I will call to them and draw them to me. He's talking about the the Brodus's kids at this point. So he's gonna call the kids, and he wants the young blood. And then he's like, "Why are you here? I will find out." Do you need to fill the house? I just kind of want yeah. to live in a house. Yeah. Do you need to <laughs> you fill need the house to with the young blood I requested? And then straight up another letter. Have you found what is in the walls yet? <laughs> then in time, you will. I am pleased to now know your names and the name of the young blood you have brought to me. Will the young bloods play in the basement? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. <laughs> it will help me to know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. All the windows and the doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move throughout the house. Who am I? I am the watcher. I've been in control of this house for two decades now. You've changed it and made it so fancy. It cries for the past where the house used to, where I used to roam the halls. Uh, the you will, hell? yeah. The young blood will be mine. Stop changing the house. Leave it alone. <laughs> so that's the worst thing to ever happen. I think to somebody just spent one point three five million dollars friend. on the house. Uh, no, because what the, the previous owner of the woods didn't disclose is they were receiving letters from this guy as well. So 
That's what the lawsuit's over. You sold us this house and kind of forgot a small detail. <laughs> it has a stalker attached. Super haunted. Yeah, yeah, super haunted. Yeah, it's it's not so much haunted, but it's being watched by the watcher who's who wants to know what room our kids sleep in so he can kill them and <laughs> something is in the walls. Are they still living in the house? No, they moved the heck out. Okay, then. Yeah, so the house has been Good abandoned on them. for a year. You should burn the <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you not hear the part where it's a $1.35 million house? Couldn't you just burn down the house and say the Watcher did it? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think there'd be, like, better proof. Like, oh, <laughs> it could have been us who just bought a house and want to live in it. Or it could be the psycho who's been writing letters for decades. But then, then the insurance company would be like, but psycho seems to love this house. Uh, mm-hmm. He's been watching over it for so long. This is his family's duty. And you came along. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think it is like a seriously deranged person, or it's just the kid down the neighborhood, like being being funny? No, it's some loser. <laughs> but it's also a neighborhood of very affluence, you know. So it's. I think it's some loser that like is is actually harmless. Just trying to scare people. This is what they get off on. So I have a great idea for Trevor's wedding here. And when I went out for, uh, <laughs> for supper. Uh, I, I have a wedding going up. When I went out for supper with Trevor and, and Lisa, uh, I sort of alluded to it. But I, didn't, I don't know. I don't want Lisa to think that I'm giving ideas for your wedding. But um, <laughs> so some people have. By all means. Yeah. We, we don't have it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So some people have a DJ and some people have a band, and I figured out the perfect. Solution. Some people have. Some people have oh, really. God, Connor, I can make the best joke ever, okay, but you'd have to go, cut it. Go make it. Some people have who's <laughs> a DJ <laughs> and plays guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. So some people have a DJ and some people have a band. <laughs> yeah. So um. Hold on, I just want to watch this replay. What happened here? Donald he play, he plays draft gigs. <laughs> Does he throw? He throws the first. So why doesn't it? Why isn't it three nothing, Brent? I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what's in the game? No. Oh. Okay. So I told you I'm done. Oh, you're you're done. <laughs> yeah, you know how I go. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. Okay, baseball. This yeah. is old news by now, but no, 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 we're talking about the wedding, and then we'll talk about baseball. Okay. So some people have a wedding, some people have a DJ's. Trevor, you've got a lot of musical friends, so this is what I was thinking. You just set up a drum set, you set up a guitar, some keyboards, and a bass, and it's a rotating, it's like a jam band, man. Okay. It's just like ashes on drums for the next half hour, and then like, uh, I don't know, like Levi's on guitar, and then... For you know, all and the then night. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, someone's time to sing, and then someone will go play the tambourine when they feel like it. Uh, but my worry is that Trevor would sort of just be like, on guitar and vocals the entire night. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Lisa would be thrilled by that. Yeah. So if, if Trevor could only come on for maybe, like, one song an hour or something. But I don't know. I thought, like, legitimate, that's a pretty decent idea. Because, like, you would have so many people there who'd be able to to you know just just keep that up all night and it's it's different it's unique and it's not just like someone spinning uh who let the dogs out at like cotton eye joe for the dance you know? just, 
it would be just like going to a show except there was a wedding but, but not super yeah. loud too so you know people can still talk and stuff but mm-hmm. i don't know i thought that was a good idea well uh, i'll keep that in mind you know uh yeah, yeah. well it's, yeah. it's record now here on the podcast so 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 i'll show up how did my you get to thinking about that i have because i went to a wedding and I was like, you know what, Trevor's wedding's coming up. And... Oh, is it? <laughs> no, just kidding. Just um. Now you're, you're like my parents. I feel pressure. <laughs> Speaking of your parents. Oh no! He's got a list here. Okay, so one of the best a things... list about my parents. No, 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 a list. I said, guys, we're podcasting. I'm gonna go to the store and get some computer paper because my list of topics is so long since we haven't recorded in a while. So Trevor had a great Facebook post just ripping Dave Grohl, <laughs> Dave Grohl, because Dave Grohl sucks. Dave Grohl could die. Oh, he's so useless. He's um. Did you know that he broke his leg, but he played an entire like couple oh, of concerts sitting wow. down on a he chair? Brent, did you That's know so... this? Yeah. Playing guitar while sitting. Oh, not only sitting on a chair, man. He had like the Game of Thrones throne, and he sat on it. Oh. What a hero, you so know? So much respect. Oh. Or, you know, or he didn't feel like giving all the money back to people who bought tickets for the upcoming shows. No, he's more of a hero. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Perform here. So, anyways, um, so Trevor just wrote how Dave Girl sucks, and there's some expletives involved and stuff. And then Trevor's mom just gets on there. Oh, no. And <laughs> says, Trevor, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> It's just pretty much the best response you can yeah. give to me. Trevor, <laughs> calm down. Man, I man. need to write that on my hand. Man. Just write that on my hand and every once in a while just look at it. I thought you were justified, Trevor. Justified. Because even people, people who agreed with you would be like, you know, I see your point. But you have to admit, he's like top 20 in the world, right? At what? Not even close. And exposing even... himself? Like, not, not exposing himself, but be like, yeah, I'll play SNL like three times this year. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I think just as a musician. Yeah. Oh, one, sure. And what? He's not even the best. <laughs> oh, well, you know he's the drummer of Nirvana? Yeah, and he's not even the best drummer in his band right now. <laughs> yeah, he's... Talk about a guy who's just made a living off mediocrity. And exposure, yeah, exposure. Oh, and being so thankful. He's always so thankful and appreciative. And he's just like a normal guy. And he hates American the last thing. That is the last thing I want in a rock and roll musician. To be like normal and so appreciative and grateful. It's like, no, 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 no. That's just like such a turnoff. And like songs that are happy. Ugh. He's just everything that's wrong. Everything. How about Andrew WK or Dave Grohl? Oh, Andrew WK a hundred thousand times. Okay. Wasn't sure how you'd respond to the party. Andrew WK positivity. Like I know And he's smart. Andrew mm-hmm. WK says awesome stuff. Okay, good, good. No, my my I was just gonna say he doesn't really do anything musical. I know he's playing Winnipeg this week or something, but he really came out with that first album in 2002 and hasn't really done anything. And he just sort of like lives on the internet like George Takai. Like, no, I'm not doing anything, but people retweet me enough that apparently I could make some money. I don't know. He needs to break his leg. Good to know. 
Dave Grohl. Oh, I hate the Foo Fighters. Like, they're fine, but... They're, like, okay. Yeah. They're okay, bad. But I guess when you really think about it, like, any band from the mid-90s, they're still, like, they're the only ones still around. Like, Stone Temple Pilots are broken up. Rage Against Machine's broken up. Like, uh, Soundgarden, I guess, might be back together. Like, uh, Alice in Chains, Jerry's dead, you know? Like, uh, they're the only band kind of around. <laughs> So maybe that's they what... weren't even. They're never actually good. Like if you get an award for just sticking around, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of it. The yeah. prolonged mediocrity award. They were fine. Yeah, but they're not Perfectly like. Perfectly fine. No, well, I've been, they, if, I've every time he's on my he's on my Facebook every day. <laughs> Dave Grohl did something so cool because he's such a nice guy. Oh, shut up. He's just so self-promoting in the, like, I don't self-promote way. And it's all yeah, intentional. Yeah. It's all intentional. I wonder what he... How does your Facebook manage itself? I screwed let up today. Search, let been, me search uh, on Facebook right now for Dave Grill. I screwed up today. Oh! Brent. <laughs> Troy Telewinski. Three-run bomb. Ooh. Hasn't had a hit for so long. I knew he'd come in big when he was ready, and he just did five nothing Jays. We won. Let's talk about baseball. Yeah. No, I did turn. I I turned to it today. And aren't those American announcers great? I'm They're talking about, well. First thing here is well, you know, up in Canada, lots of foul balls into the crowd are dangerous because they don't really play baseball there. So oh, they, they said how to that? handle them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have flying ducks in the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> they really said that. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. hilarious. I like it. So let's give some context. Brent was big into baseball this year. It was awesome. He he mm-hmm. had the the MLB program, and he watched maybe a hundred games this year. Just loved mm-hmm. the Jays. Me and him would just text back and forth about the Jays. Jays make the playoffs for the first time in twenty two years. How does Brent get rewarded? Hey, the playoff games first in twenty two years. Uh, 2.30 and 11.30. Go. Thursday, Friday. Yeah. So, Brent uh, has a job that you cannot be on your computer and watch the game. <laughs> well, that's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carter doesn't know what he's talking about, but... <laughs> yeah, no, people... There's a lot of lies. There's a lot of myths going on. <laughs> but that's still... But exactly what you're it's the princ- But it's the principle of it all. I watched... Uh... The disrespect. So, baseball's cut. They're out. No, I'm fine with... I've left baseball behind because of that because of the, the disrespect yeah yeah it's it, i don't get it it's because fox like in american tv you're like they don't because like it, no nhl game has ever featured like on nbc it's always like oh minnesota versus boston or pittsburgh versus washington never will they feature toronto or montreal heaven forbid and it's like you, you know it's not a bunch of Canadians in Toronto. It's just the city where they play. And it's like the most exciting team in baseball in like the last 10 years, maybe. You've got a freaking knuckleballer. You've got everyone hitting home runs. You've got the best shortstop in the league. Maybe the audience would like to see that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, let's put on uh They can't handle a game being in Toronto? No. <laughs> they're like, nope, not watching. Not watching that. <sighs> and I... Go I actually ahead. had a really awkward work experience about this baseball stuff. Um, 
I don't know. Tell me, tell me if uh, I overreacted here. So, tell me if this guy, his name is Brian. Brian. He hates me, and he sends me whiny messages now. Does on he WhatsApp. work with you? Uh, he works at like a school that's affiliated with our school. We have like three schools. Yeah, yeah. So we have a group. We have a Kuwait football group, just for <laughs> playing football. The only purpose of this group is, hey, what time are we playing this week, and are you in? That's it. This group has existed for four years. For four years. Maybe once in a while, one of the people will make a joke or something. You know, whatever. So this guy, he gets added to the group because he thinks that it's for fantasy football. (laughs) So there's first problem. And then we clarify that, no, this is actually playing football, buddy. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, no. And he's like, well, you know what? I might I might play football. He sends me a private message. He never actually messages the group. He just messages me because I'm the administrator. Six weeks into the year, he's never shown up once for football. He's never sent a message. Nobody even knows who he is because he works at a different school. Then one day, my phone starts to light up with messages from him about how the Blue Jays suck and all those Canadians are idiots. Great job. So terrible. And I don't even care about the Blue Jays. Where's this guy I don't from? Like, I have no idea, but I don't like 20 messages on my phone. And I especially don't like it from some guy that I don't know who's messaging in a group that he has no best, best business messaging in because he's never messaged before and it has nothing to do with the purpose of the group. And so I just straight up called him out in the group and started making fun of him and then deleted him and told him he was dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> what, is he trash talking the Jays? Yeah, and I just like, what? who the is Brian? This guy has never showed up, never does anything, and now he's using a random group that nobody knows him in to make fun of the Blue Jays. I'm like, you're dead to me, buddy. And I just deleted him, and I got like 10 messages from him. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, I just... I'm new here. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm in this foreign country and I need friends. I yeah, thought way my... to make friends, buddy. Way to waste abuse a group. It's like those people that use reply all. She was shot. So Brian, you're dead to me still. I hope you hear this. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you the link to this podcast. Because I'm never gonna see you, Brian. I'm never gonna see you in the real world. Because you're never coming out to football And if I do, practice. I'm gonna tell you I hate you. <laughs> the last guy that did this is the football group. I called him a four-letter word to his face the next time I saw him. It started with a C. <laughs> and I was like, so you're either going to have to take this and accept that I call you this, and maybe you won't be dead to me. And he's like, no, you're right. I am. Oh. He was the guy. He was the guy that would message at 729 and say, sorry, I'm out, and then we wouldn't have numbers to play anymore. Oh. Like, he was that guy. He did it twice, and I like went up to him in the real world and personally found him to call him this to his face over and over and over praying he would say something but he took it and now we're cool nice so brian if you want redemption it's gonna be a lot of abuse the first time i see you you've never seen him though kenny ball who i don't care no if he thought it was fantasy football group then he probably can't just saying right so also in America, everybody's tried out for a college sports team. Everybody's almost played college something. So far, everybody I've ever met who's almost played college is like the worst athlete ever. <laughs> There's always these rumors. Well, this guy's coming out. He tried out for a college team. 
It's like, uh, he's mediocre. And then this week, we had a guy who's going to play in college, but he didn't. And our whole offense was basically throw at whoever he's trying to cover for a touchdown instantly. So, nice. Anyway, sorry. Sorry to rant. No, no. Uh, so, I've, I've, I had this written down. I have to confirm. Is the Bonneville finished? Is it Bonneville dead? is done. Oh, you're driving intrepid in the city, hey? I could have said I said my goodbyes. I, oh shoot! Then Marge sent me a message that it was official. He's for a, a cup of tea. For <laughs> a little cup of coffee in the big time. Mm-hmm. Mm, cup of coffee in the big time, yeah. This isn't really a topic, but I just had a weird day that threw back to so many things. That uh, you guys are a part of. It sounds exactly like a topic. Yeah. Mostly about Brett getting married at his bachelor party. So I went to to Birds Hill Park to do some horseback riding. And, um... Oh, you're so lame. (laughs) And then the cowboy who was helping me out with the horse. Sprinkles, the horse was named. (laughs) No, just kidding. Um... So he was just puffing. I up. believed you. He was just. I put nothing. I put nothing past you in terms of emasculation. <laughs> <laughs> I put nothing. So, so the cowboy there was just puffing on the biggest e-cigarette ever. Just oh, was his name Luke? And did he wear Oakleys? <laughs> Could have. I'm the but, cowboy but, Luke. You know, cowboy hat, cowboy boots, and the biggest e-cig ever. And you know, it's just. Come on, the Marlboro man would is the real man cowboy, and he would not be caught dead was, with an E. Was he listening to Dirk Bentley? I've seen Dirks in concert like three or four times. Four oh. times, oh, four times. Once at Country Fest, once at Lollapalooza, once at uh, MTS Center, and then Dirks once... isn't even a name. No, twice at MTS Center. Oof, Janelle likes him a lot, so uh, yeah, I've been there. There you go. Uh, so, so this guy's puffing the biggest e-cig ever and it made me think back to brent's bachelor party where dave was at the bachelor party and he that was the first time i ever heard of e-cigarettes or anything and he had an e-cigarette and he's like you know i got my business we're bringing these to canada and i just, I just what happened to that like if he he was too ahead of his time if he, he kind of got it, forced out i think oh okay because yeah if i he think he got st- stiff armed by the big boys and got like legal regulated big vapor <laughs> big yeah vape. i think big vape i think big vape smoked him Oh. <laughs> oh yeah because yeah he's too ahead of his time could have made some real cash there because that thing's that's huge right now it's the only thing that's going <laughs> that's the only thing that's going if you ain't vaping you ain't trying so yeah so that reminded me of brent's bachelor rep bachelor party sorry <laughs> bachelorette party and then um and then we went for supper at a place that turned out to be brent's wedding site Straight up, right Straight at the up. host of De Niro face. Yeah. And so it's just this huge... Right like, on the crowd. Like, so two unrelated, like, incidents that just turned into, like, just like... So, I'm, you know, I've not been to podcast in a while, because here I'm on a romantic horseback riding fancy date with Janelle, and I'm thinking about his bread. <laughs> That's probably pretty normal. Flipping through the golf digest. <laughs> All I think of is. Um, so, a uh, future segment. There's a new Jovi album out. So, no. I, want, I want Trevor to uh, 
load it up oh, on his I iPhone, get it. and then uh, then do a 20-second song review for every song. I'm going to do that. I'm absolutely, I'm excited now yeah. to make fun of him. Now, this is the first Joey album without Richie on guitar, or co-writing, so it's, it's, need a, to have a, it's a John solo album in the vein of... We need album. another John theme podcast because the stuff he's doing now is so sad and pathetic and unethical well I, his band yeah his no. his Agreed. fake band Ooh. that they come and play songs and he just like dances and he's the worst dancer <laughs> in the world by the way is it john is it john bon or is it bon jovi yeah. or is it new it's just called john bon jovi and the kings of suburbia oh wait so this isn't bon jovi this is his new solo band yeah, but that's his band now. He's like, wait, wait, he's so, like Axel. He's axled his way out of his own band. Wait, so what's so you tell me he's not playing stadiums with Tico Torres and Poodlehead? Yeah, you don't know if he is. He he disguises it too, so he kind of lies about like. If it's called John Bon Jovi and the Kings of Suburbia, then it's all fake band. But if it's called Bon Jovi and the Kings of Suburbia, then it's some of the real band. Really? Oh, it's a scam. It's a it, and and literally he but. He has like like backup singers that come and do like three songs in the set, and then they do about seventy five percent. I don't know, sorry, fifty percent covers throughout the set of other people's what? songs from like from like the sixties. You've got stuff. a huge catalog. Gonna... It's weird and sad and depressing. He's becoming a lounge singer. Because I was just gonna say, like uh, his new album. I listened to the first two singles. The first single is just wretched repug to the tenth degree but the second single best thing he's done in a long time it's a really good song from what i remember like i was shocked like i haven't heard a bon jovi song or even like a yeah it's a legitimate not even a legitimate bon jovi song it's a legitimate song is it about living your life it is (laughs) (laughs) but as every as every song uh, is, but yeah, I was like, this is actually pretty good. I was, I was, I was shocked. Uh, let, let me see what this new record is. Hold on. So okay, okay. So guess what his new uh, album's called? Should we be talking about this right now? No. And give a sneak preview. Yeah, but I need some prep. So his new album is pretty good. It's called Burning Bridges. Yeah, it's called Fired My Band. <laughs> Fired My Best Friend. Uh, so yeah, I think We Don't Run. I think that's a good I think that's a good tune. I was dangerously close to getting back into some Billy Corgan stuff. Oh yeah, watching TNA wrestling? <laughs> Just That's awesome. His wrestling stuff is so cool though. No no no. He I think that's like I think Chicago that is so wrestling cool how he just does stuff. whatever he wants. He loves wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's. So who cares? Let him have his own Billy Corgan league. No, he doesn't do Billy Corgan league. He runs like the second biggest wrestling federation in America right now. That's awesome. <laughs> what else would you do if you made it, and you weren't ever gonna make it again? <laughs> if you were never gonna make it again, <laughs> what else would you do? He, that sounds he, so good. He was on tour with uh, Marilyn. He opened up for Marilyn Manson all summer. Cool. I yeah. mean, I, I just think that I I like that he just does whatever the hell he wants, and he seems to be having fun. Mm-hmm. Let's come back around in our time together. 
I've His accepted, furniture I've commercials are so good. They're so good. They're so bad that they're amazing. The furniture commercial? Yeah. Oh, that's the best thing I've ever seen. Like, he that's, knows. Yeah. It seems like a good lifestyle be- before when he was top of the world. He was miserable because he wasn't more popular than Britney Spears. <laughs> no, it needs to be bigger than her. Oh, that's I'm not happy because of that. I didn't know that. He's obsessed with being the biggest thing in the world, and now not so much. Well, when that's did good. Mil- when did Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness come out? What year was that? 96. Okay, because Britney came out in 97, 98. It would have been close, yeah. So Pumpkins were past their best albums by that point. Well, it was Zwan Terry. When did Zwan come out? 2001? I don't remember. I don't know what you're talking about. I like, I don't know about the rest <laughs> of the album, but honestly, it's like Billy's best song. <laughs> I love it. Do you guys ever, I don't know, Carter, it'd be like, it'd be like us meeting people your age, basically, to try and tell us about like stuff when we were kind of growing up. You know, that person's mm-hmm. about five or six years younger than you, Brent, mm-hmm. that likes stuff that you were supposed to like, except you hated it because when we grew up sucked, but they don't know that. Mm hmm. You know how like we pretend to know stuff about the '80s because it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. We weren't really in it, and then there's people that are like, "Oh yeah, I knew this and this and this." And it's like, dude, it was all garbage. Like, stop pretending it was good, and you don't know anything. Have you met those people yet in work or stuff, or no? Mm. No, it's a thing no. for me. I'm starting to meet people now that are like telling me about my childhood mm-hmm. or like my high school days when they were like 12. You know, and it's like, ugh. Like you have fond memories of something that you didn't live that actually sucked. I'm, I probably do. That's the thing that's starting to happen to me now when I meet more and more people, especially being here for a couple of years teaching. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like younger people in, and they're like, they like certain things that they they assume that I'm gonna like, you know, and it's like, uh, no, don't like that at all. And they're trying to connect to me from things from like my generation, yes. except I hated most of it. Like, what would, would be something that you, you hate? That, Which is okay, music, from, oh, music, okay. music from what oh, I Oh, so, like, up. grunge yeah. and stuff. Hey, Trevor, you, yeah, you hear a like, sound yeah, garden yeah, back together, you'd be like, yeah, that I don't sucked. care. Or I'm starting to have friends that, like, I'm meeting people that are my age that liked all that stuff. Like, they were like, yeah, I was at a tour. Like, I was at a show, and it was so good. It had, like, Blink-182 and, like, what's that, Canadian? Some 41 and all those stupid number bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like talking about like the good old days when they went to shows with these bands, and I'm just like, I've seen all those bands live. Oh god, I would, <laughs> like that sounds like hell. Like, but it's like these are the people I know now, and it's like they like that stuff. It's really weird because none of us were like that was not a thing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I feel like I feel like our group of friends did not no, embrace the culture. No, not for you guys. No. No, it was very mixed. Yeah, we pick we pick the odd thing that we enjoyed, but for the most part, like when I talk to some people, it's just like, so you like that? You were the people that bought into this stuff. Very weird. And yeah. I just bought into different crap. No, no better because it's all crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can see. So Trevor, remember the Offspring? You must love them. <laughs> no. Yeah. Here you go. Twenty-five on five thirty-eight. Okay. What? Stat site. A list of 25 most rewatchable movies in the world. I do not like this list very much at all. 
Oh no. Just for what it's missing. The things on it are fine, but Star Wars number one card is cheering, I know. You know how long it's been since I've seen a Star Wars movie? I haven't mm-hmm. seen a Star Wars movie. But it's so rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, just because I, I used to be able to like repeat them line for line, yeah. so I, I've banned myself mm-hmm. from watching them for uh, 10 years. No, it just needs to have Big Lebowski, South Park, you know, and Terminator 2. Okay, okay. Those I, have, yeah. I have updates for all those. I watched Big Lebowski for the first time last month. Mm-hmm. Eh. No way. That, that <laughs> show, I still watch that often. I, I, I hear that it's the first time you see it, it's not the best, and it's, it needs rewatching for you to actually appreciate it. It's subtlety. That's uh, all that show is about. I think if you watch it in a group, you know, while the way I watch it, I watch it in 10 segments at night on Netflix by myself right before bed. If I were to watch it in a group of people, I'm sure it'd be terrific. I've See, barely I've never, never watched that all the way through it. Yeah, I've almost never got all the way through it. Really? I could barely tell you what happens. But still. In the last bit, but it's best. <laughs> Better than Grease, that's for sure. It's just about at the top 10 yeah. of all time. And so speaking of Terminator, guess what I also watched yeah. for the Grease, first time? Dirty Dancing, Back to Back. Okay, yeah. I'll tell you my most nope. rewatchable after, but I watched Terminator 1 for the first time ever, you guys. Mm-hmm. And it was terrific. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it wasn't like anything new because I yeah, knew, Brett. like the story, like, it's the story can be summed up in one or two sentences and I knew it, what the, those two sentences were. And so it was nothing new. But the best part of the movie was Sarah Connor being a regular person because I just know her crazy Sarah Connor from, <laughs> yeah. from Terminator 2. Like, I'm going to do a bunch of chin-ups in my padded cell wall. And mm-hmm. so for her to just be like this regular girl who's like a waitress and stuff like that, that was awesome. And to see what she's turned to, like actual character development between the movies. like So there it is, yeah, Terminator. <laughs> Terminator, and loved it. And then she died of cancer off screen. I'm getting tired of starting again. Somewhere new Were you 